You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Hello and welcome again, everyone, to another edition of the Broadcast Geeks, number 204, if you're counting. Uh, no, we still are. I am one of your hosts this evening, Mr. Jeff Albright. And I am Matt Oren. And I'm the Scarlet Mitch, Mitch Jones. Scarlet Mitch, I like that. Nice, the Scarlet Mitch. <laughs> I'm going to write that That's down. My, that I, just, episode title. I changed my Twitter handle to the Scarlet Mitch. Uh, nice. So that's well. I didn't change my handle. I guess I just changed my display name because I'm really feeling the uh, the Wanda Vision. Or um, Jeff said, I know the Wanda lack of. We're kind of. I know we're we're split on this. Usually, usually it takes a couple years because usually we're like just watch a thing and we're all like, this is the fucking best thing that ever happened to Geekdom. And then and a year later, uh, we're like, we fucking hate that movie. <laughs> or some of us are. You know, it's funny because we kind of had a split decision. Uh, Matt and I were more on the we're pro the, kind of the positive side. Yep. Jake and Jeff, uh, we're not the amazing Jekyll brothers, Jake and Jeff. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jake and Jack, unfortunately. Now but, you liked uh, you liked the show. You just didn't like the last episode, Jeff. No, I did not. I I guess still, that's where we're starting. Let's start with that. Yeah, so man, it, it, it ended totally. Okay, so it felt like a a any like a Thursday night ABC eight thirty nine p.m. start time show. Like I don't know, just kind of the quality of how it was shot, as opposed to the you know kind of that thing they did at the beginning where you're you're really getting these kind of unique um, cinematic, not unique because they're building on old television shows, but it just kind of felt like this unique unique way to look at the Marvel universe. And then it ended up looking like an, an episode of Agents of Shield to me at the very end. And it just felt rushed. And I've heard a lot of people say, you know, like you're you're building your own fan fandoms and fan wishes, and you're wanting this to happen. If you read too many other people's fandoms and fan wishes, but they're literally putting Easter eggs in the entire time that are meant to build to this big payoff that literally nothing to me nothing it's almost like they're just fucking with us which is fine i'm okay with that i mean that's totally fine i think and i think marvel's done such a great job of giving us that great payoff Mm -hmm. at the end all the time so i'm not i'm not faulting them for this i even i am not actually saying it's a bad series i actually really love the series i just did not love the series finale to me it was like seinfeld like i fucking love seinfeld I, you know what I mean? But the series finale was awful. It was pretty good. It's just like you take that one episode out and it's like, cool, man. It's a great show. You know, um, I'm glad that they got to. Are we can we do like heavy spoilers? Are we getting there? I Fuck think yeah, by the man. time this, this episode, episode comes out. Yeah. OK. Yeah, dude. Well, we're I, not a time. We're not a timely podcast anymore. And that's all my fault, because oh, sometimes I'm like that. sometimes I can sit at my desk and edit. But then my, my chair hurts my ass. And then I was like, you know what? I will continue editing in my bed. That is my second desk. And then I'll like fall be laying down while I edit and I'll fall asleep. Like, fall fucking asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you say that the ending uh, was kind of like a sitcom? A modern sitcom. I mean, no, I'm, I'm glad you asked because it did. I almost wonder if that's what they were going for. Is like, that it was geez, supposed to look come. like an episode of Agents of Shield? Maybe you know, you know what I mean? To, because yeah, the rest of the the rest of the show was. So it it stands to reason that these last episodes are going to be modern, the modern take of, of these TV shows. Yeah. It, it, okay. And you know, it was late when I watched it and you know, I, you know, I'd had a couple obviously, but it was like, even the fight scene between vision and vision 
it was like like the clouds and everything just felt it didn't feel like marvel universe quality it felt very abc television and the theme music and the music that was going on it so you know maybe that's what they were doing they were making it feel like how long three years ago when we started this four years ago i think when they marvel were television, that's what it was try- okay uh, and so the reason I why i say that is because now i gotta watch it again the reason i say that is because all right so i watched the 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 eight episodes and i was about to watch the season finale and then my wife expressed interest and i was like all right i'll start it over so then we watched i watched the first eight again and then we watched the finale and i i I felt like every episode did a pretty good job of maintaining the tone of uh sitcom or whatever it is that they were watching of the time now she was obviously enamored with old sitcoms because when they go back in episode eight uh and you see the uh, you know her childhood and all the things that agatha is is making her relive to find the point where her powers would manifest and and come out i i thought it was very consistent and i think episode eight they they took a turn away from it just because it was and even better it's it was like it was like a uh like a recap episode you know so they go back and they show all this stuff and then episode nine brings back the modern television show. That's how I interpreted it at least. Like all these other ones were being built up to be like because we got we went from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and then to the early 2000s. And then the last episode was kind of like we're back in the early aughts where uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe started. Is that what you're saying? I would say where Agents of Shield started. So literally the quality of editing, film production, whatever the the techniques they used on Agents of Shield, they it, they literally used on the show or any ABC action show. Mm-hmm. At the time, to me, it, it even just the music, the background scoring, the and I, I you know, the more I we talk about this, now I want to go back and watch because then I'm going to be like, this is absolutely brilliant if that's what they were doing. You know what I mean? And yeah. and we all kind of and myself and Jake, well, I can't speak for Jake, but we you know just panned it because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I will, I will, I can't say this despite whatever timeline it was put in or not even trying to be or whatever. The payoff just was not there. Um, there was ultimately right. no real bad guy outside of the witch, you know, and Agatha. And I just that just didn't. Is that right, Agatha? Yep. Yeah. And just didn't. Okay, great. You know, and it felt a lot like the kind of the trope they've been doing already with um, in Iron Man three. And there's been a couple other times with like the guy who's the bad guy isn't really the bad guy. It's kind of fake all along, you know, it's just, I don't know. It seems like Marvel's a little smarter than enough to have to do that over and over again. Now I didn't expect, I did not expect uh, the vision. I say the Mandalorian. And I, know I didn't expect I didn't the vision it. fight to be, a, a big out battle because of the fact that there it's such an intellectual being like sure it has powers and they're going to use it and it showed all the abilities which was way cool um but then once they got into like the intellectual part I, yeah i, I like that i thought i really enjoyed that scene too and that's when it came back to feeling like the marvel cinematic universe it was oh, when they were up in the sky flying around around that it felt like just this kind of weird i don't know i don't know anyway I are you familiar with the I thought I, I cried during the episode um i had a lot of emotional but i just was waiting for something i think pietro just being nobody and just why you why just why do that like why he wasn't nobody he was ralph boner bro <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that they feels like they genuinely did that to fuck with us. Like they wanted us to be like, holy fuck, it's Evan Peters. Fox's Pietro is Yeah, I just don't like that, man. Especially when they own Fox now and we're expecting some sort of weird. But that's that's why I think they're they're having a laugh because they know that their fans are so uh, so going to make fan theories, throw it out on the internet, and get disappointed. Like they enabled cool us. About that, to do that. Why is that okay? I think it's I think funny. I think fan theories are fine, but I think we've kind of drifted in this territory where everybody wants to break an exclusive so that they can get a view on their YouTube video or whatever. Yeah, and 
So if they have this claim that they're like, holy fuck, Doctor Strange is going to come in and this is Fox's universe. They're going to meld together with the, the mutants from the Fox universe. It's, it's a way to generate buzz for your content that you don't have to pay for. You're just letting people generate it themselves. Right. Um, and I think we're kind of into a dangerous territory now where if something turns out the way that we don't like it, uh, I'm speak, I'm using the royal we like a fan base, like Star um, Wars fans, it's like Star Wars fans, like Justice League fans. We're into this point where like you can fucking successfully make or break a franchise by just being a fucking bitch on the internet. And I mean, like you know, if you're like you know what, I didn't like it that fucking all these women had lines in the Last Jedi or whatever, <laughs> like whatever their gripes were. Um, or like, you know, who knows? Maybe the Snyder Cut will be uh, miles better than the fuck. Is that a phone? Uh, sorry, the landline's ringing over here. Uh, landline? Anyway, yeah. Um, what are you, 60? Yeah, dude. I'm a fucking living in the 70s WandaVision episode <laughs> over here. Um, I think we're in that territory yeah. of like the fans if they just complain as you know not complain but if they're just so vocal about something that they can change something like they might have changed the whole fucking trajectory of the finale of the sky uh the skywalker saga um but i don't know i i didn't necessarily you know jeff i know where you're coming from because i was sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for the moment where all those fucking you know the orange magic uh of dr strange is going to show up and he was going to you know, as soon as they're like, you know, Agatha was like, you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. And I was like, oh, shit, that's, you know, at the end, this is where Doctor Strange shows up and being like, hey, you, you know, a powerful witch, come with me. You, you know, Wanda, I know that you're on the side of good, but you, you will destroy the universe because you don't know what power you have kind of thing. He's like, I know um, it's International Women's Day, ladies, but come on. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I was waiting for that to happen. And when he didn't show up, I I was a little disappointed. I will give you that. But I, I wouldn't think had to go. He, he didn't show up, but just like nothing. Like there was just nothing. They gave her the name, the Scarlet Witch, which is cool because we've met, which is cool. We've never heard it. Have we okay. never used that name before? No. No, she's no. never been called it before until never um, mentioned until Agatha says it. So okay, yeah. great. And then she gets her, her new costume, uh, which is very magneto looking, which you know, as far as like the I mean, obviously it is in the co- the comic books red and but it's just the texture and everything it looks very um um modern uh, modern era magneto looking. And um that's about it, man. Vision gets his brain back kind of think, and flies off. And so yeah, where does he go? Yeah. Uh, I know, man. I don't know. Cause my interpretation of that scene is that uh I had to look up what the thought experiment of Theseus is, uh the ship of Theseus, because uh, yeah. they kind of explained it over. Are you guys did you are you familiar with it? Uh no, I mean I heard it on the show. Okay. So basically what it is is you got the ancient ship of the historical figure of theseus right and it's being preserved in a museum and and it's basically a a theory about the uh i guess i don't know if it's object permanence or what but it's the nature uh, of things like what makes a thing a thing yeah so the 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 problem in this thought experiment is is over time as a museum piece the ship needs to have planks of wood replaced because it's starting to rot right so you rebuild, you know, piece by piece as they rot. And eventually there's no original material left in the ship. But since it was still the ship of Theseus originally, does that ship, that form that was still constructed in the, you know, way back when times, uh, does that still constitute the ship of Theseus, even though it is made of entirely rebuilt parts? Yeah, essentially or yeah it's like yeah, yeah any sort of baseball stadium that's been renovated you know but they claim like what's the other one boston not boston garden fenway fenway park yeah. fenway park dude fenway well, park of, i only uh, reason i thought of fenway is because i watched i had to go back and not to get off wandavision but i had to go back and watch godzilla king of monsters or whatever last night so and fenway oh, park is yeah. a big part of that movie but anyway back to oh yeah uh the um the second part of the thought experiment is theoretically what if you saved the parts 
to the original ship of Theseus. Mm -hmm. And there was a technology that eventually came around that was that you could replace the rotted parts. And therefore, once the wood, the original wood is cured, you could reassemble it back into a ship. Now you have two ships, one of them that is the rebuilt ship. And one of them that is the original plank of wood reassembled into. So is that not also the ship of Theseus? So, and then that really kind of speaks to what happened to Vision. Because I think Vision is more the one that Wanda created. Uh, He's more than, um, he's more than a memory kind of thing. He, because she, what does she say? Like, he's the piece of the Mind Stone that lives inside of her. Yeah, he's the remnants of the Mind Stone that, that, reside inside of her something like that so is that mean like in episode eight when she was like magicking the house into existence when her red magic started becoming yellow and he formed out of that does that mean that he's kind of like a physical entity yes or he was at least well i, so, I, I want to say yes but he can't exist outside of that tiny universe so the Why? green the, the vision on the show the color the one that we see live with her and everything it dies right when the construct breaks down yes but the white I, vision who he touches or gray vision and he touches where the mind stone was and he transfers i would assume he transfers the memories that darcy filled him in on like everything yeah. he kind of learned about who he might have been or what he was yeah and he his says, love of wanda and everything and he put it inside of that vision yeah that's kind of what i got too is when he touched that spot um the data was unlocked i think there is a line somewhere where he was like as a humanoid or a synthesoid android or something like that your memory banks are different than that of a regular computer or something like that so i think he just kind of unlocked it and vision had that the white vision had that existential crisis of oh my god and he just peaced out what's which the name was, of that I, robot in the dc universe uh that like ivo makes and he goes out into space and he comes back with just all the knowledge of the of the the galaxy and he comes back looking to take down lex luther brainiac justice league cartoon it wasn't wait, what'd you say brainiac no it wasn't brainiac ivo made like this really strong computer fuck it'll come to me it reminded me of that when vision the uh, the the second vision the white gray vision whatever he is when he says something before he takes off he's like i'm gonna have to look into that and he like flies away and, and it made me think I, like he's going out on a quest like a uh, a journey to to just he seeks knowledge he seeks more knowledge so that he could reconcile who he is and what he's and what his purpose is yeah i think he literally says i am vision and then he pieces out yeah he, he does say i am vision or i'm vision. oh he created amazo amazo thank you yes um yeah i don't know man i think most of the things that i think they're kind of setting up wanda to be the most central avenger of these phases or at least the tv universe or she, you know she is right yeah i mean she they even say I, she I, could have taken down thanos she's definitely yeah. powerful yeah um, yeah that part was pretty cool when you heard that i'm not gonna lie that got me a little like whoa are they ever gonna make her a mutant do you think i do i think she is i mean or did or did agatha kind of touch on that but they don't use that word are witches mutants if they're born with powers because i think the thing that makes wanda a mutant and not a traditional witch is that she can cast spells without incantation because wanda can just conjure magic whereas agatha and i think dr strange you know traditional sorcerers they have to be like like that kind of shit i don't know i don't know if that's what makes her okay but yeah i i don't know i i did laugh at the ralph boner joke because <laughs> yeah. they definitely cast evan peters to fuck with us and make us speculate and i hated look. it i hated it yeah i don't know it, but it, uh, it, i like it him up- i think he did a great job it's just like he literally is quicksilver and he was just too on the nose man it was just like okay let's say he had voiced quicksilver in a cartoon like he does quicksilver's voice and you know like x-men blah 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 the cartoon on fox and we're like okay that's that's hilarious fine but when he actually is quicksilver in the most recent fox movies to be released literally he's quicksilver in dark phoenix and then marvel buys the franchise and then the next time you see him is as quicksilver again and it's like no it's a joke made me laugh i liked it 
I thought it was funny. I guess I mean, I'm with someone. Nothing. And here's the thing: I'm not. I'm not like what well, you were to go back to what you were saying, Matt. Or like I'm not a, putting out a fan theory or this like I need my fan theory to be correct. Mm-hmm. I love can. So for them to do some simple thing as to bring one character in within, like Mitch was just saying, Wanda's very powerful existence and what she can do, mm-hmm. and then make that X Men universe. It doesn't have to be the same actors later, but just kind of make this real cool, like loose kind of sprinkling of a tie-in, and then it makes it all kind of canon. Um, that's what I was looking for. This very yeah. tiny little thing to hold and on. You know, I, I mean, there's nothing that says that maybe he's not like a, and I know this is kind of getting back into fan speculation, but like I've thought about it and like what it, because he still has the speed so who's to say he's not like a mind warp or a mind control or mind erased kind of he is quicksilver from another universe but he he just he doesn't have the speed uh, he does i wouldn't think he, he has no speed wanda is the only reason he has speed well no, no. Ag- Ag- agatha agatha he still was able to block uh monica from getting out of the door by speeding over to the door and then he like flicks her in the shoulder and she but that flies was before back. the world was that was before that little pocket universe was was taken down mm, yeah i guess you're right when when monica went to the house that was episode seven or eight uh in the post credits you know when when yeah when agatha got revealed um mm-hmm. that was still in the in the pocket universe that's right and then she takes his like bead necklace off of him uh monica takes ralph yes. boner's bead anal beads off of him right <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're called his boner beads <laughs> <laughs> his boner beads ralph boner beads um Thank yeah i guess i forgot people. about that part i don't know man i i feel like they're definitely this this is the end of a chapter rather than the end of a story because you know we know that wanda's going to be a supporting character in dr strange there is that you know and dr strange is supposed to lead right into spider-man no way home so wait she's going to be on dr strange yeah she is a supporting character in yeah. dr strange all right multiverse well, of so that's when you know they're what they're right establishing her her magic dominance wouldn't it be yes. hilarious if they do eventually bring in let's say just two or three of the x-men evan peters and like two other people and then she gets to meet Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men universe. And she's like, oh, Ralph Boner. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? That yeah. now, if, if that's their end game, and I hate to say end game, that now yeah. I will find that fucking hilarious and yeah. a perfect circle. And I could totally see them doing that where like he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like I uh, you know, yeah, that that would be great. That wasn't that great. also uh, a, maybe a nod to isn't there a character in Family Ties whose name is Boner? He's like the oh, mischievous, um, uh, like his name was Skippy. Go ahead, Skippy. His name was Boner. No, Boner no, bro- was a different show. Boner was growing. Pain. Boner, Boner is right. the Boner's the girl from Teen Wolf. No, no, Boner is um. Kirk Cameron's friend on Growing Pain. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. What was the I always get Growing Pains and uh family ties mixed up family ties is michael j fox yes boner is right. growing pains. the girl's name from what show from the movie teen wolf teen wolf oh um boof boofy not boofy boof no it was boof literally boof yeah something like that because that meant butt sex when i was a kid and i was like why would they name that character boof <laughs> isn't boofing also like uh right. non-american slang for taking drugs anally I think so. It has something so. to do. As a kid, I remember boofing being like, but something about your butt. And I wasn't, yeah, I was Susan too young to know. Or and then I saw Teen Wolf and they were like, her name is Boof. And I was, I remember giggling like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, Boof. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm all down for that if they want to bring some x-men people over. But um, I think this was mostly about developing the scarlet witch as a character and You're right. just kind of expanding upon an otherwise supporting character's grief and also kind of giving her a chance to uh, come to terms with those that grief um, well not even that but vision vision learning what grief is and what loss is and what you know what i mean i think a lot of that might be what 
that is too why Vision took off at the end because he literally in that moment, the white Vision I'm talking about, in that moment was given the knowledge of love, loss, family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In a yeah. second and then had to deal with it while the other Vision was dying. And the other Vision was like, well, I'm gone. But here's this knowledge of this. We don't know each other, but you are me. And this is here how you're going to feel. And so. Yeah, that's right. He skyrocketed to the moon, man, because he was experiencing all those emotions. So, he Dr. Manhattan himself? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Totally, man. Yeah. Or amazing. Or same, you know, same thing. You know, it'd be funny as hell, too, is he just flew off and then landed on the donut that Robbie Downer Jr., that Iron Man lands in when he's... Oh, that'd be perfect. Because of the memory of it. You know what I mean? Right. Because don't they say in... Doesn't Bruce Banner say in Age of Ultron, he says uh, Vision is... Um, Multi- is a different is a composite of personalities between what Jarvis, Ultron, Tony Stark, and a little bit of Bruce Banner. Well, Vision. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but didn't Vision say it to Vision in that moment? He said, "What am I?" And he said, "You're a computer program called Jarvis. You're a something something called Ultron, and you're me." I thought he said that to him. Hmm. I mean, I know you're right, Mitch. Maybe I'm thinking of the same scene from a different thing, but I no, thought I they brought like it up. I did say that. I, I remember that part of the conversation. I'd have to rewatch it, but I do remember him saying something along those lines. Yeah, I thought he says, "What am I?" And he says, "You're you're part. You're you're something called Jarvis, a computer program, an AI. Yeah. You're also an advanced AI called Ultron, and you're also me. And then he then then he touches him. But I could be completely wrong. I'd so have is, to, he like, gonna, is he gonna? Is he gonna? come back and oh. be an Avenger again and, and it's like we have a rewrite of, of the vision? I think so. I think they're building up to when Wanda and because he leaves without talking to Wanda. Right. Uh, so they're building they're probably going to build up to a moment where Wanda and Vision reunite in the like a movie or maybe another TV series. I highly doubt that WandaVision is going to get a second series because I think all of these Marvel television shows are being built as limited series rather than right. ongoing. Right. I, I did read at least WandaVision is a one-off. Yeah. Now, uh, what about here's here's a fan theory we could start throwing out that in the maybe in the uh, Doctor Strange multiverse movie, we'll get an introduction to the X Men there, and somehow explain Wanda's association with the, and maybe she has the mutant gene, and maybe they come over from another dimension, or something happens in the dimensions kind of mixed together, and now we have, or in Spider Man, one I guess Spider Man might be a better place to pull pull in the, uh, the X Men. Well, it seems like right. these three shows, I think we talked about this a while ago, how you could find your own little trilogies within the Marvel Cinematic Universe and make these cool little, I think that's what this is. It's WandaVision is part, the new Spider-Man is part, and then Doctor Strange 2 is, you know, these three things are becoming a trilogy, like a little story that builds a bridge into like, you know, whatever's going to come next. Jeff, didn't you share an article in the chat earlier this week about them developing something called the mutants? Well, yeah, I was going to, I've been thinking about a good way to bring that up within this conversation, but it is confirmed that they are the intro movie, I guess, the Marvel is working on. It's going to be called The Mute. And someone suggested either Jake or maybe Nate or one of you guys, I remember, uh, that it will be a um, kind of like the 90s X-Men cartoon where the mutants have been in hiding and training and have had a school the entire time. And then the incident at the mall uh, with Jubilee happened. And then all the mutants have to come out of hiding because they finally get like called out or, you know, figured out or something. They get uh, outed, it, as it were. Well, outed and probably, I would assume, because of the Wachovia acts or whatever they were called. You know what I mean? Sokovia. Sokovia, yeah. It's like, well, these people Accords. have had power. Sokovia Accords. Yeah, why why haven't you registered and this whole thing? And it'll be like, oh, well, there's this powerful mutant, Charles Xavier, who's been putting a mental block, you know, out over the whole world. So to hide us all. So maybe something happens to Charles and then it's like, <gasps> I don't know. Well, I'm down for that. I was always a fan of the uh, the 90s X-Men. I always hated that if you if you missed an episode of 90s X-Men, it was just like, forget it. You have to wait until it comes out on VHS. Yeah. And you have to catch up. Uh, but now, of course, we don't have to worry about that. It's on the plus. So when they released them on... Um, I haven't literally looked into it, and I guess that's why I haven't watched them. But when they released them on Disney Plus originally, they released them out of order. And you oh, really that's right. To, I remember. 
and you had to kind of get online and figure out sequential order and go through Disney Plus and randomly go through and find the episodes you needed. So I do not know if they fixed that. But I do know, remember going back a couple months ago and watching the first episode, it was as Nate or someone described it, a mall scene where they're literally all X-Men like already and no one knows. And then something happens at the mall. Sweet. I love that yeah. show. It was great. It yeah. was. I, I did not like Wolverine in it. He was a little too like um, gruff. Yeah, a little too gruff. Yeah. I didn't like Cyclops. He was just too much of a douche. Just too Cyclopsy. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't like Cyclops. So the one thing that I will say is they probably though now that everything is under the Marvel Studios banner, they probably uh, they will do a proper X Men with like Cyclops and Gene and all them. I feel like there's so many more X-Men stories that they can tell, but they always fall into the pitfall of being like, we have to tell the Dark Phoenix story because it's the most popular one. And it's yeah. a great story if you do it right. Absolutely. On that note, did you guys hear what the new canon lore is in the comic books now with with Phoenix? No. I know no. Mitch reads. Uh, this is so crazy. It's come out recently in Marvel comic that Thor, um, his, his mother is Phoenix, uh-huh. not Jean Grey, but the Phoenix Force itself. That Odin and the Phoenix Force got it on and had a relationship and they produced Thor. So it's his mom's not Frigga anymore? No, it is not. It, it, she was like a... So like, Odin saw a non-bodied entity and was like, wow, 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 Kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, oh yeah. man, he egoed. He egoed his ego, and then yeah. So Thor no, now has more. Well, he has more power now than he previously had. Not only is he the god of thunder, but he's also like part Phoenix Force, and I believe he can control it or let it like take it take him over at will if he wants it to so it's kind of like i know it's like when the phoenix force uh possesses i guess would be the word um people that some people just go crazy but if it inhabits Thor, he's just like huh i just don't feel anything different i just feel it like because it's a part of me or i'm a part of it he just remembers to do his chores more you know like he folds his laundry and (laughs) thor's chores thor's chores that's the whole book it's just <laughs> that'd be a good uh children's story thor's chores that would be oh this is thor doing all this stuff so he can have like his golden hammer back so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his... oh fuck we should write this i'll edit this part out he wants Maddie, to go like, play with Matt's his friend he wants to go play with mjolnir but he can't until he does he all can't his... until he gets thor's chores done i just kind of imagine a little thor that kind of looks like calvin from calvin and hobbs <laughs> With a mullet. Yes. A mullet. Uh maybe some scraggly beard. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 uh, would chores what would Thor's chores be though? Standard stuff? Like sweet cleaning beard. up Spartelheim. <laughs> yeah, there'd have to be like large piles of like weird Ragnarok sized poop that he's gotta clean up and just he has to he has to go sell cookies for his uh, Asgard scout troops on uh, <laughs> the frozen weightlands of Jotunheim. Thor's chores, and then Loki. Oh, sorry. And then Loki's always there to like make sure he never gets it done. It's like an episode <laughs> of Three's Company. You know what I mean? Where there's just never. It's just oh, so fresh. We're onto something here. Yeah. Welcome back, brother. <laughs> there's uh, in Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I've always loved that interpretation of Loki. Always we will fight as one. Yep, yeah, that one's because uh, I always I just that. like how he's like, "Welcome home, brother, brother." I need to get Danny on that show. I got him on Teen Titans Go, and I he's, he's it's like so good. He's in like he's in deep though, man. It's like that's all we know right now is Teen Titans Go. Yeah, my girls were really into that, but they're they're moved into other stuff. They've also watched like the Superhero Girls Academy. That's a good one. We checked that one out a couple times. Yeah, yeah whatever it's called, DC Superheroes or something. Like right, that. Yeah. right. Um, DC Superhero Girls. Yeah, they watched. They like. Yeah, that's a good one too. There's a good movie that came out real quick, and I I told it to you, Jeff, but I don't I don't know if you checked it out. It's called uh, Flora and Ulysses. It's based on a children's book, but it's live action about this little girl that rescues this squirrel and the squirrel develops powers but all the people that are in it are like disney actors in other words all the voices pretty much from ducktales like the three boys and webby kate mccucci 
they're they're all in the movie and they have different roles and it's just a really funny movie like it's a cute family movie um about this super powered squirrel we did watch it it was really good i yeah. totally dug it it was yeah. fun it was a little slow build but it was totally fun but it was a fun um, film yeah it's good for anybody really i liked it uh the guy from the office i can't remember his name he's in he plays the dad Danny Poot. Oh no, um, that's he's uh, Egg, Egg Helm. Ben Shapiro. No, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. No, Ben Schwartz. whatever. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Different. He year. was the club owner in the office that always had like a new. No, not the office. I'm sorry. Uh, Parks and Rec. Parks okay. And Rec. Danny Pooty was also in it. Um, um, really fun. It was a really fun show. Yeah. Um, and the best thing about squirrels is when they do jump out of a tree or fall off a roof, they land in superhero yes. position. And I think that's kind of why it was made. Yeah, with their arm backs. But it was a fun show, man. Yeah. We did, nice. Danny, Danny, Danny totally enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm down for it. Um, you should check it out, Mitch. It's it's cute. It's it's a funny movie. I'll watch it. I'll watch it with my niece. Yes. She likes my niece likes to watch Wandavision because oh, like yeah. I'll be like she's learning how to use a smartphone like she understands that you can touch it and scroll the screen now hmm. and i'm like pick something to watch and she'll pick wandavision how old is she uh almost two hmm. so i don't know maybe she's the scarlet witch i don't know <laughs> she's got the power but uh i mean well, we if got her nothing. uncle is the scarlet mitch then yeah there you go there. right well i mean we got nothing this week i think you know, I touted because uh, I had bad intel and bad fan theories about secret episode of WandaVision. Um, I've heard that too, though. There's supposed to be a 10th episode. I heard that. I think it, I mean, I would could love happen. it. Could happen. It could surprise episode. us. And it was just like, it's called, actually, it's not Ralph Boner. It's Quicksilver. Pietro Boner. They might. It still could <laughs> happen, right? It, when did Pietro Boner did come out? Friday? Yeah. I think yeah. it's just going to be a making of special, kind of like in the vein of that Mandalorian show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, that it may come out. There is one of those coming out. I was making of nice. And there uh, are two new episodes of Marvel. Is it called Legends out? Yes. Um, for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, nice. I liked the the two that they put out. They're like seven minutes or something. Yeah, there yeah. there are two new ones out. That's perfect because uh, I'm ready for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So they're just putting it out so people can watch the show and have a little bit of exposure if they haven't had much. Yeah. Okay. We're we're a week away from that. On the same day that we get Niner Cut. Yeah, man. Are you guys gonna watch that the first day? No. Dude, I'm so glad you brought it up. I'm so stoked for it. Me and too. I, I just wanted- stayed up super late last night and I rewatched Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I think I watched the extended cut for the first time since I originally watched it. And I fucking love that movie. It's fun. Dude. It's fun. I need to go back and watch it because now I- that I've. I'm fully sold on Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn because I really like Birds of Prey. So now that I'm not, uh, go ahead. I think Suicide Squad blows Birds of Prey away. I loved it so much. Agreed, dude. It is so fun the way they shoot it, the way they intro the characters. Viola Davis is so fucking badass. Amanda Waller. I I like that movie the first time I saw it, and I me too. And I just and I think we got so involved in the rest of the DCU being so kind of bad, and then Wonder Woman was okay. I never wavered on Suicide Squad. Oh, dude, it's so good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I had so much fun. I was literally like falling asleep and I was like, I'm going to watch Suicide Squad. I was sitting up in my bed laughing, fucking just like, into the, I'm like on the edge of my seat again, kind of the whole time. There's a couple dips in the movie where you're like, okay, this is kind of silly, but I, I fucking loved it, man. Yeah. So Mitch, go back and watch it. It's, oh man, dude. I will. Is it on HBO Max? It's on HBO Max. They're all, pretty much everything is on HBO Max. Yeah. Fuck, man. We were talking about this in the chat. We're going to end up having to get so many fucking streaming services. Yeah. Which at the point, you know, it's like, you remember, remember when cutting the cord used to be saving money? Well, but I take advantage of Amazon as uh, through their business, not just from their streaming. So I get that one uh, as a result of that. HBO I get because other family of mine has HBO, so I get HBO Max because Word. Use the login. But yeah, it's it's bad. I, I've had to get rid of one or two streaming services because there's just too many. And it, there's really no need to pay for all of them if you're only watching like three of them. Right. And they keep 
announcing shit for Paramount Plus. I'm like, fuck, you guys are going to make me pay for that shit, aren't you? You're going to make me get Paramount Plus so that I can watch the Halo TV show. Which three service, streaming services do you use the most? Probably Disney Plus the most. Then Netflix. And I'm... I really want to get my Hulu back up because Hulu has all my Seth MacFarlane shows on it. Mm-hmm. So I can watch American Dad, Family Guy. They got Futurama. And then they'll have the Orville when the Orville season three comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I'm pretty sure Hulu has the non... They, they have Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah, because of that stupid fucking Sony thing. Even though it's you part said of Hulu Marvel. does? You said Hulu does? I know for sure that at least Far From Home is on Hulu. I've been wanting to get into this, like, I always wanted to get into these crazy binges, and there's always, like, one thing in the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe or some other, you know, uh, trying to binge. <laughs> Excuse me. You can't get that one movie. And, you know, for Marvel, it is finding the, st- the Spider-Man ones. And, uh, <coughs> sorry, something in my throat. You all right? <coughs> The other one is the Hulk movie with Ed Norton. That's not on Disney Plus? Sorry, I'm still coughing. No, it's not because it's owned by Universal. Whoa. Um, yeah, see, Marvel Marvel owns the character rights, but Universal owns the distributing rights. Hmm. So if you ever want to like do a binge and you're just like, oh, I have Disney Plus, um, you can't throw that one in. And then you can't watch the Spider-Man without having to have something else like get on Prime and rent them or... But I didn't. I can't find them anywhere. It's like a stream of, from things I rent. Um, another stars? one is well. The other one is last night. At, no, I don't have stars. I haven't thought about that. Oh, Spider Man's on there, I think. So there it is, stars. Well, the other and, one I was and Hulu. For, I was trying to write, find to watch the not original, but the 2014 Godzilla movie, the one that mm-hmm. kind of restarted this whole. Yeah, and Monsterverse. It doesn't stream anywhere. You can only rent it. Um, so that sucks because Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of Monsters, those two you can watch on HBO Plus or whatever it's called. But it's like the one you need to kind of like bridge the. Because I wanted to watch them in chronological order, so I watched Skull Island, and then I wanted to watch you know the you know Godzilla, and so I had to skip over it. And I so I went back and watched the original Godzilla from six fifty whatever it is sixty four, and then jumped in and went back to the new one. And I I love and it's another movie on my second viewing. They absolutely loved. First time I watched the new Godzilla King of Monsters, I just like this is boring it was too dark not dark as in tone but dark as like visually you couldn't see anything like for some reason like I... gray scale or whatever yeah man and i rewatched it on my phone last night and i just happened to maybe have a full charge so i turned the brightness all the way up but i i like literally was crying two different scenes like not crying but like rooting for mothra and like getting all excited you know what i mean for like certain parts and just like it, it totally had me it totally had me which Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. I dug that. I don't think I don't think I've seen King of Monsters or the original Godzilla from with Brian Cranston and Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh. That one is way dark. Like you barely ever see Godzilla. It's just like dust and people screaming and human Matthew Broderick from no. from ninety eight. Oh. They got the that Jamiroquai song. I'm well, no. going deeper on the ground. Oh God! Not only Jamiroquai song, but it had the Jimmy Page Puff Daddy mashup team up <laughs> of Led oh, Zeppelin. Yeah. Oh my God, that's great! I'm looking forward you... to Kong versus Godzilla. Me too. Oh, I... Who who are you guys rooting for? I'm totally rooting for Kong. Kong, I'm, I'm with Kong, Kong, but I'm going Godzilla. <sighs> Well, Godzilla has to win. That's the nah, thing. He, if you watch King of Monsters, you'll realize Godzilla, he is like our, he's the protector of the earth. Yeah, yeah. He is like there, the supreme protector. That the, the Godzilla that Kong fights isn't the real Godzilla. It's like Mecha. It's Mecha. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool too. Well, but, there's a uh, scene, the, there's a, there's an after credit scene on um, <clears throat> uh, Godzilla King of Monsters where the baddie finds King one of King Ghidorah's heads mm-hmm. that Godzilla had ripped off. And it, it's just like rotting and there's flies all over it. And he buys it. And I think that's how they make Mecha Godzilla mm-hmm. is with like the, the DNA of King Ghidorah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm all, I'm all for it. And fuck, if I, if I get HBO Max, I can watch that. What's that? When's that come out? Like soon, right? I don't know. Uh, let's... I believe it's this month. I want to say March 20th off the top of my head. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Godzilla versus Kong, March 31st. March 31st. There we go. Nice. And that goes uh, direct. March 25th. There we go. Yeah, March 25th. There we go. But I don't know when it'll be on services. 
No, I think it goes direct to HBO Max. Oh, because it's going to be in theaters around here, at, I see, on the 31st, it shows. Yeah, I think it's going to do like a Wonder Woman thing where it goes there for like, you know, two weeks, a week and a half, whatever, and then goes directly to theater. But you can watch it same day in a theater or on HBO Max. So, all right, let's go back to the Snyder Cut. So oh, yeah. I'm going to see it, but I'm not going to watch it uh, first day because I, I don't watch anything like that it, well maybe but it's going to be very rare i just don't have that kind of time i'm going to say it's not like it's a i can see waiting on that this movie because i mean kind of statistically you've seen 90 percent of the movie already right right, right. right. I, I guess there's a question of how you can watch it are you going to watch it all in one four-hour chunk I know it's split up into six different chapters, so to speak. So you can watch it that way. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I kind of just want to put my head down and plow through it. That's what I'm going to try to do is just knock it out all in one sitting. I mean, it could be the greatest fucking superhero movie that ever existed. But my mostly I just want to stop hearing about it. <laughs> I, think I know we really that. good. I think we're really going to enjoy it. I'm sure. glad they're then, bringing in Jared Leto's uh, Joker, just because, as I said earlier, when I rewatched Suicide Squad, I kind of liked his performance more and more as I like. I liked it. It, I, I it didn't grows like, on you. Well, not even just that movie, but I'm saying Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I just didn't like all the tattoos. But I, no, I they look really fake and really bad. Like even on her, they look like like a sticker your kids would put on their arm that says like love and you know <laughs> and you just peel it off it just scrubs away with a little dawn dishwashing soap it's just like yeah that's not well there, well here's one thing in the there's there is an after credit scene um in in suicide squad where the joker he literally is drawing his tattoos on like he's drawing you can see it he hasn't drawn on his mouth and they weren't there before so there could be a thing where none of them are real because in the clips, I guess we're going to see in Justice League Snyder Cut, he does not have the tattoo. Mm. Right. Right. He's got the longer hair. He's kind of emo in prison or something. Or not. Yeah, he's kind of a little more scarred. Mm-hmm. We live in a society. Isn't that right, Batman? Yeah. So, but what I think you're a little fan as a human, because he seems like a fucking cult weirdo um, yeah. that likes to groom. But uh, I like him in movies, dude. Blade Runner 2049. I, I liked him as the Joker. Some other, I mean, obviously he's a lot of other roles, but he's in my um, called life with Claire Danes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Suicide Squad, they're going to have that new. It's called the Suicide Squad for James Gunn, uh, and then that's going to spin off into the the Peacemaker series starring John Cena on HBO Max. HBO Max. But I'm hearing John Cena is like going to steal the movie as far as it goes for Suicide Squad. The John Cena is so fucking funny, dude. Yeah. So the weird thing about it is they are bringing more than one character back. For the James Gunn movie, it's not really? just Marvel Robbie. Hmm. Who's the um, other character? Oh, oh is well, it Rick um, Flag? Uh, no, uh, I don't maybe possibly Rick Flag, but definitely Captain Boomerang. Um, he was good, actually. Yeah, but uh, I can't remember who played him in the movies. I'm gonna look at uh, like, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. So Jai, he, yeah. he is confirmed back, and then then I think uh, uh, King. Oh no, it's gonna be King Shark and not uh, Killer Croc. Um, I know Jai Courtney is one, but I think there's one other member of the team that they're gonna bring back. For sure. It's, I, I mean, I kind of hope it'd be Will Smith because I think Will Smith did a pretty good job as Deadshot. Who's Blackguard? I don't That's, know. Uh, I do not know. It's uh, played by Pete Davidson. He's going to be Blackguard. Oh, weird. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. Dwayne uh, The Rock is going to be in it as Black Adam. What? I heard a rumor that. about that. It's listed. I'm looking up the Suicide Squad cast. It has uh, Margot Robbie, Pete Davidson, Jared Leto, John Cena, Nathan Fillion. Idris Elba, uh, The Rock, Viola Davis, Zoe. So she'll be back. There's one there. So she's playing Amanda Waller again. Jai Courtney. Yeah, Jai Courtney. Oh, Dave Bautista. Well, now it's just listing names. These can't all be people that are in this movie. I got to. Who's going to have a King Shark? I think Bautista. I might have to take back one of these. For sure. But it looks like Dwayne Johnson is going to be in it. Who's playing King Shark? It better be Ron Funches, former guest of the podcast. Oh, my God. That would be amazing if it was. Former guest of the podcast, Ron Funches. I love Ron Funches. Played by Steve Steve Agee. Wow. I also heard that he, uh, the voice 
like Steve Ag might be the like the onset stand-in or whatever, but the voice might be Taika Waititi. Oh, really? That'd be pretty cool. Hi, man. It's me, King Shark. <laughs> King Shark. We're gonna King go Shark, break huh? out of this. Oh, fuck. We're gonna break out of this prison. Oh goodness. Oh, he's also gonna be in Peacemaker, the TV oh, series. Nice. That is nice. He plays John Economo, who that's who he also plays in the oh. Suicide Squad, which also <laughs> must be King Shark's human. Oh. Form. I don't know. Okay. Um, I have a work. Wookie with me if you can hear it. Uh, I can't yeah. do a Wookie right now. Can you do a Wookie, Kelly? Can you do but, a uh, <laughs> tell me how to Wookie. Teach me how to Wookie. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone's in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's playing an old school character. I remember reading that a long time ago. Kind of so like James Gunn is taking out these like Guardians actors, like because uh, it looks like maybe Rooker and just some other names that were. I don't know. It's interesting. I guess he can do that. They don't have allegiance to Marvel. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the end? I hate to keep using this word. What's the end game? Because it feels like that was not part of popular lexicon until Avengers Endgame came out. But like, so what's the end game? Like, what if the Snyder Cut's good? They already are planning a reboot of the Superman universe without Henry Cavill. I heard he's sticking around. Oh shit! Well, no, I'm... that was the uh, that was the initial. Re- oh, wait, sorry, Miami. No, sorry, that was the initial report, and then it came out like literally hours later that uh, within the same report that they're going to recast uh, Superman as African um, this time. So Henry Cavill will probably be out, but the off doesn't mean he's out though. What it means is this could be like a Joker standalone Superman movie, mm-hmm. um, and that I mean we've seen that they're bringing um, Batman. I mean. I'm uh, sorry, Ben Affleck came back to do reshoots. Um, so I don't think, I think they're just trying to do what Marvel's doing. Or I think DC's a little ahead of them, but creating this multiverse where you can have three different Batmans or three different Spider-Mans or anyone who's ever played the Penguin or just, you can do whatever you want now. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're, because we're going to eat it up. We're going to eat it up. Yeah, eat it up. Yeah. Turns out the Superman's real name is Clark Boner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm down for whatever. I just want some good movies. Are you Mark Bonner? Uh, Why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, release the boner cut, everybody. <laughs> the boner cut. The yeah. first X-rated superhero movie. Like, it's really just to be graphic. Yeah. When are they gonna option Stan Lee's stripperella into a fucking movie property? <laughs> oh god, I'm sure it's coming. Shit. You guys no, remember they that? Hadn't that. Stripperella already been a movie? No, it's been on Spike TV. Oh, yeah, I think Bar- you're thinking of Barbarella. Barbarella, yeah. Well, speaking oh, of Superman. Speaking of you- Agents of Shield movies, female. Uh, our own Quake uh, from Agents of Shield is now a Powerpuff Girl. In what? Uh, Daisy Ridley is that? No, wait. No, right? no, that's Ray. That's Ray. I'm sorry. Uh, oh God, I can't believe it. I had it just in my head a second ago. I'm so bad with names, but you can go back to the history of this podcast. But um, the girl who played Quake, Daisy Johnson, Chloe Bennett. Daisy Johnson, yeah, Chloe Bennett. Chloe Bennett is going to be uh, one of the Powerpuff Girls, and there's going to be basically it's going to be a live action show, live action based on the Powerpuff Girls, like grown up and being like over being a superheroes, and they don't want to be Powerpuff Girls anymore. That's kind of the concept I read. Um, but yeah, it's a CW show. Um, so it's, is it going to be Riverdaleized? It's yeah, totally. And someone said people were expecting some of the uh, cast members of Riverdale to be the Powerpuff Girls. That's the tweet I saw. I was like, sorry, Riverdale fans, but here's your Powerpuff Girls. And yes, uh, Chloe Bennett is going to be one of them. That's cool. Do you know if she's going to be Blossom? Uh, she's the red one. She's going to be the Blossom. red one. Yeah. Cool. I'm down with that. Just uh, as a side note. I, I was just looking at a her up and then I jumped on to Ming Na Wen. Did you know that Ming Na Wen is 57 years old? Yeah, man. Good for her. I've always enjoyed her work. Oh, yeah. So I had to bring that up. Girl works. Samuel yeah. Jackson is 72. Yeah, that, that's also mind blowing to me. That blew my mind. Yeah, I was like, to me, the dude has been 58 for 20 years. Probably. Like he, when he was young, he looked old. And now that he's old, he looks young. It's just like, it's all that uh, sword technology that he's got, all the scroll technology. It's being able to say the word F that you, 
using the F word whenever you want. It kind of like Mother keeps you young. Yeah, what's your man. favorite Samuel Jackson film? I know there's so many, but like, what's what's one that stands out? Yeah. We haven't done this. Your favorite Samuel, your favorite role. So favorite Samuel L. Jackson Ooh. movie. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm going obvious. Can I go? Yeah, of course, man. I'm going. I'm going obvious. I'm going straight Pulp Fiction. Mm. Uh, to me, that is one of the most defining roles uh, in cinema, in modern cinema. To me, I would agree. Um, I'm a huge, huge, huge this uh, Tarantino junkie fan. Like you know, knowledge base of the universe and everything and and that character is just one of just the most iconic badass motherfucker the wallet i still see people who use that wallet i would i would agree i would definitely agree even but, over uh attack of the clones you're gonna pick that jeff <laughs> well yeah but just because the 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 writing wasn't you know what i mean it's just yeah for sure um, just, i mean i love mace windu and i hope that sam jackson gets to play mace windu again and i really you know not being an, i'm not an insider or anything but i'm 85 percent sure that's going to happen um nah there's just nothing and why can't i think of his name again i'm a really bad person with names like i keep saying the character of not Vince. I keep wanting to say Vincent. Jules. Uh, Jules. Jules um, Winfield. Yeah, Jules, man. Jules is one of the strongest characters ever on film. To me, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Dude, everything, every line is no, so I would, memorable. I would agree. I think that's his finest. I also really enjoyed him in, um, well, he was good in True Romance. Uh, he had a mm-hmm. brief role there, um, but Unbreakable. I, I also really liked his role. In, Mr. Glass. And Snakes on a Plane. That's a great movie, too. I've never seen Snakes on a Plane. Funny Funny movie. I'm not a snake guy, so I don't want to see that. It'll give me nightmares. <laughs> I'm not a snake guy either, but it is it's a funny film. Why has he gotta sure. be snakes? And what was the Why one he almost got be... eaten by a shark? Uh or he got eaten by a shark. G- uh, uh Deep Blue Sea. Blue sea. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe there hasn't been a Jurassic Park reference. That's oh yeah. That's a hold big on one. to your butts. That's right. Hold he on to your butts. You know what Samuel L. Jackson movie I watched recently that uh I had never seen before. It is the time to kill. It's nope shaft. Oh yeah. He plays not, shaft. not the new shaft that right. came out a few years ago where he plays shaft and then his, he has his son Don't, and then he also yeah, has yeah. Richard Roundtree as his dad. dad. Yeah. That's a uh, sequel to the one you watched. Right. Uh, this is from the year 2000. Yep. And uh, at first, cause there's, they're both named the same thing. And since Samuel L. Jackson is, timeless he doesn't age i was like what the fuck how do they have christian bale playing a like a he's the like a low level like no name villain kind of thing he's like 12th build in that whole fucking thing or whatever uh but i was like this movie came out in 2019 seems like it would have been a lot more but this is from 2000 and i gotta say it holds up i like that 2000 uh version of shaft yeah yeah really really good and I believe Richard Roundtree is in that one as well. He is. He, okay, so this is where it gets really deep. And I was just talking about my love and knowledge of Tarantino. Tarantino was allowed to incorporate the Shaft universe into the Tarantino universe. So when you watch um, uh, uh, the one with Jamie Foxx, Django and Ch- Django. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The woman he marries and gets his girl at the end. Her name is Broomhilda uh, von Schaff. She dropped the von, like most people did at the time, German immigrants, things like that. So her and Jamie Foxx's character are Schaff, um, Richard Roundtree's grandparent, great-grandparents, which oh, makes them... Shit. Yes, which makes them Samuel Jackson's great-great-grandparents, which makes that even funnier is because the... The I don't I, I'm not going to use any nomenclature. I know they can do it during the movie, but the the butler for uh the, for um uh the one character actually God I'm so bad with names right now. Calvin um, Candy. Yes, yes, Calvin Candy, um played by Samuel L. Jackson. No, Calvin Candy is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but his butler is played Stephen, by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Stephen Warren. Right, who becomes Shaft, great great grand. It, it's just how funny because Tarantino does not and it. And that is all considered canon. Um, it's so crazy. It, and there's a bunch of ties to other movies, like the, the Shaft, all the 70s Shaft movies. Um, it's really, really interesting to look up in the Tarantino like timeline. You know what else? I was uh, a recent Samuel L. Jackson movie that I watched recently. Uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Oh, yeah. He's the villain in he that He's the bad guy, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know if I talked about this recently, but man, I fucking love those Kingsman movies. They're fun. Uh, they're fun. The first one's great. The mm-hmm. second one I had never seen, but it has Pedro Pascal in it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, he's he's the bad guy. I guess I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I didn't see the newest one, actually. I saw the the first one. That one's good. And then I was like, there's no way they can bottle lightning again. Uh, But I did enjoy uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Because they show up and, like, there's the Statesman, which is, like, the America's answer to the Kingsman. Yeah. And then uh, Pedro Pascal is Agent Whiskey. (laughs) Because all the Kingsmen are named after, like, Knights of the Round Table. So there's Arthur, Galahad. Right. Uh. Lancelot. Lancelot and Mike Ralph Boner. Did you say Gilead? Uh, <laughs> Sir Ralph Gilead Boner. Boner. Yes, yeah, Sir Ralph Boner. <laughs> um, it always comes the, back to the Boner. Yeah, they're going to have a new Disney Plus show called Back to Boner. Back to Boners. <laughs> Which is uh, what most people just called spooning. <laughs> I think we should I, never, I, could, I, I did not get into the Kingsman movie. I did try it. There are there's two sequels, I think, now, right? Like uh, a sequel and a prequel. I've only seen there, it, uh, there's yeah. two existing now, and then there's gonna be a prequel called The King's Man, which takes place like World War One era, I believe. Ooh. About the first King's Man. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be another <laughs> sequel that continues and completes the trilogy of Eggsy and uh, I don't know what the Taron Egerton and uh, what's his name Colin Firth or no Colin Colin Firth yeah I wanted to say Ralph Macchio but I was like that's <laughs> fucking Karate Kid <laughs> Cobra Kai that'd be cool the yeah, Cobra Kai is just a, a black belt in American strip mall karate just like <laughs> let me tell you something there is a karate battle that happens in cobra kai in the last season or the third season and everyone in the in the food court or whatever they're surrounding watching it and when it gets broken up everyone just walks away like nothing happened like a spontaneous karate brawl breaks out in the middle of the fucking food court and nobody cares when it's over in a mall or court. an actual high that's because snitches get mall. stitches in a mall. Yeah. Well, because it's the that's the eighties, bro. You can do that shit in the eighties. And now, oh, this is you're now. all domestic terrorists. This is now like, you're done. This is the Cobra <laughs> Kai, man. Cobra yeah, man. Kai. This you register your day. weapons. Your hands is registered <laughs> that's <right>. weapon. <laughs> that's why I'm not gonna. All right. Gonna well, I'm like, I, uh, I guess we're we, we should wrap it up. We're back to yeah. Uh, in-person things what, what's good going on at uh, at the comedy fort we got my main man sam talent all weekend this won't be out so this will be a time traveling uh referral like we do a lot but what sam about talent next month weekend. i'll be at the comedy fort on uh, march 18th nice for the second uh colorado show at the comedy fort which is a really fun uh thursday night show hosted by dave rodriguez and dan jones um dan jones yeah if you come to the comedy so, fort you can the cool thing about the comedy fort is you can come in and walk in the bar and um, i think both sides of the bar you can walk around and look at all the posters around the room and you can find mitch's name like yeah. five times so we should do a little like Find Mitch's Jones. If you can find all Mitch Jones's posters at the Comedy Fort and take a picture of them and send them in. Send yeah, send us a, a how many Mitches you've found. You find at the Comedy, Comedy Fort. Fort. And we'll give the winner a prize. Yeah, we'll give him a, a signed Mitch uh, Mitch Jones headband. Yeah, the prize uh, is you get a free subscription to the Broadcast Geeks Only Fans. <laughs> That would be, would be a lot of mayonnaise, I think, on that. What I don't know why. I'm gonna, hold, I'm gonna hold my brand new battering over my asshole. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, look at this. That's we got an unboxing that you guys can't see, but this looks pretty cool. Yeah, I sent a picture of it in the chat, but uh this is a 1989 version of the battering, battering from oh. and Ooh. Oh, it's folds. Yeah. So that you can fucking do that. Like, yeah, it doesn't work as well when you 
flick it open. Also, also I don't want to like a bottle it. opener when it's folded. Yeah. So but, can you really like throw it at someone, or would it just crumble under the weight? I of wouldn't. Flesh? I wouldn't. I. I mean, well, no. I mean, it's a collection. You can only so throw it once, and that's when you need to stop a crime. Fair. And it's pretty cool looking. All right. Look at this shit. It's got. I mean, that's definitely painted plastic, but it looks like that'll it fucking looks stick into you. Yeah, it yeah. really does look like um, get in there. This is great audio content. I might post it on our page. <laughs> and also, see I, on think I, found, I think I found a way to automate the editing on broadcast geeks which will help episodes come out in a more timely manner well, um, go, guys. i mean it's not like we need to we need right. to edit a lot of things but with zoom and with us kind of being all in our own space uh sometimes there's like really drawn out pauses and i feel like that would get grading if you were to listen to uh this podcast which i know we don't have uh we're not like pulling down thousands of listens a week other than me at work a hundred of times and then jd and marcello maybe once a week oh yeah boys shout out shout out i get feedback from some people saying that they're they've listened or that they're listening my buddy mike down in florida mike in florida i love you Uh, lordsy florida during the weather yeah hell yeah I will yeah. say this. Um, He's a Florida man. Matt, Matt was bringing it up, but things were getting ready to start opening again. And eventually we're going to all get our pokes and we're going to all get back together and be able to do this face to face again. Yeah. And I think that's where the real energy and the uh, fun of the show comes from when we can all sit face to face and do this. So I think it's been yeah. really fun the past year, though, to be able to like find these things like Zoom and, and, and just whatever, just things to fuck around with and see that you can still produce a podcast that people like Mike in Florida will listen to. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Mike in Florida. Yeah, man. I I cannot wait to uh, record in the same room again. That's going to be fun. I know we have eras on this show. Like we had the El Chirito era, then the Sex Pot Offices era, then we had the The COVID era, the Mutiny Basement era. Yeah. Yeah. Mutiny Basement. This is Zoom era. That's right. Oh, we're like Marvel. What aren't they entering phase five or are they entering phase four? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're entering phase four. So we're we in, adapt. We adapt. We're still in phase four. So we're still in phase four. We're like kind of a little ahead of them. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we all survived the blip right. and well, we'll, we'll figure out a space. Keep recording. So it worked out. Hell yeah. Uh well, thanks for listening, everybody. I mean, I unless there's any more business to handle this week. <laughs> no, I think I'm all business out. I'm I think good we're to all... go. Okay, we're, well, we got to prepare for snowpocalypse, everybody. Oh Let's yeah, talk about snowpocalypse next week. I bet we yes. get like four inches. I hope. I'm gonna sorry. Right, Matt, Matt saying four. Let's say for the general Denver metro area, what goes from basically covers all the areas where we live. What do you think, Mitch? How many inches? I'm hoping for that five feet of snow. I think that'd be fucking cool to have. I would agree snow. with you. I want crippling snowstorm. But if I say four inches, then I don't think it'll, you know, then I think it'll happen. But if I say, oh my God, we're going to get 30 inches, then it's just not going to happen. That's just how Colorado weather works, Mm -hmm. I feel. I think Denver Metro is going to get three inches of snow. And I think where I live, we're going to get 4.5. And that's my prediction. (laughs) That's a lot of snow. I mean, that's a lot of snow. No, he's saying inches. You're saying inches uh, or feet? Inches. Yeah. No, feet. I'm sorry. Oh, I was feet. thinking, yeah. I, before, oh. I was going to say 40 inches earlier, but I was like, no, let's just go. Do you That's remember, the, were you here for the big snowstorm of 03? I was here in 03. I lived in I lived in my old apartment that I think we recorded in once or twice before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, same building, but a different apartment, but that gotcha. same building. Yeah. Yeah. That shut down the city for two, for three days. And I was teaching then and we had a extended spring break. It was wonderful. And then in well, 2007, but- we had a, we had three blizzards in the course of a month, month. from December 20th to January 20th. And uh, we had an extended winter break because of that snowstorm. That was great. I think this is um, going to be a big one. I think we're going to see a lot of lot of patio furniture pictures of not seeing the patio furniture. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's hope. I hope we get some significant amount of snow because it'd be a nice change of pace to be able to stay in the house and not go anywhere for a while. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That was, I posted a joke, something like that. And I got nine shares today and I was like, well, I might as well retire. I got nine shares. I'm done. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right, hey, guys. help. Uh, so yeah. Oh, go ahead. You, I was just going to close out the show. Yeah, please do. Okay. So 
Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, please like and rate us on iTunes, if you would. Follow us on Instagram at broadcast underscore geeks or on Twitter at broadcast geeks. No underscore in the middle there. Send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. Follow us and like us on Facebook. Uh, we I'm trying to get better at sharing stuff on there so people can interact. And find us wherever you find podcasts, either on Podbean or iTunes. I think those are the only two podcast sites in the world. And then also retweet jeff's tweet that we retweeted from the broadcast geek tweeter uh we want to win that fucking slim jim doug coin thing oh yeah yeah man doge coin uh some really weird crypto coin but slim jim has got behind them and has created a slim jim canister with doji coin (laughs) emblems on the outside and when you lift the canister there's like racks and racks of Slim Jims inside of them. And uh, I want to win one really bad because I'm all about the Doge. So, right. And anyway. if you win one, you can keep your Doge coins in there. That's right. I'm giving away the Slim Jims. You guys can have those. I just want the canister. So. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. As always, Excelsior. Excelsior.